Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Liftoff with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Angie Weber. How are you doing, Angie, and where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> oh, I'm doing great. I'm super excited about this, and I am in Minnesota. Wonderful. It's a pleasure having you on the show. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. Angie Weber, parent coach, creator of the Parent Toolbox and host of the Mom Essentials podcast, is on a mission to help break generational parenting cycles. And I think this mission to change the conversation and, and change generations, I think it's just remarkable. Again, very thankful I can talk to you today, Angie. It's a little small feat. I mean, nothing big, nothing huge, you know, just trying to change future generations here. Absolutely. As we, as we do, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. So let me let me dive right in. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Yeah, so my ideal client, I mean, I do typically attract more moms than dads, but it's parents who want to feel more confident in their parenting. They can feel something inside them telling them, you know, this just isn't working. My kids are having really emotional behaviors. I'm ending the day with a ton of guilt, not being able to sleep. I feel like I'm messing my kids up all the time. I just, there has to be a better way. They just don't know where to find that information. And a huge piece of what I love to do is how can we be more proactive with our family's mm. health, physically, mentally, and emotionally, because we live in an extremely reactive society. And so I really want to switch that. How can we start when our kids are at their youngest to help build up a lot of emotional intelligence and just better tools for their own toolkits to be healthier and happier? And so most of the time, the biggest challenge that they're facing is they just don't know where to go. They're getting this comparison trap on social media. They're getting the this advice from other of their peers or their parents. And I always say we are never putting shame on our parents for what they did, because whatever they had in their toolbox at the time were the tools that they had. And so what mm. we can do now to help the next generation is just build our toolboxes up a little bit better based on our society and things that are happening in our world, when the tools that maybe they had before don't really work. And how can we equip with some better ones now? moving forward i love your message <laughs> so and uh, it's an ongoing toolbox right <laughs> so we can just always. improve yes always <laughs> but the last time i checked we're all humans right so uh, what are common mistakes your clients typically make when trying to solve these challenges you know, the biggest thing I see people make is they say, or they come to me and they say, you know, my kid is acting this way. They won't talk to me. You know, this behavior is happening. How, what can I tell them to make them change that? And mm. what parents don't usually realize is we need to start with ourselves first because our kids are watching us all of the time. And I always say we don't need a mirror. We just need a child because they are going to show us the best and worst of how we act and respond to things. And so a lot of the work that I do with my parents through parent coaching is we start with them. Like, let's start digging inside because unfortunately, 
we have a lot harder work to do than our kids do to change their behaviors because we have been hardwired for so long to believe the messages that we received when we were younger, to act how we acted when we were younger, how to express our emotions, which aren't always in the most productive or safe ways. And so a lot of times we need to do the work ourselves before we can expect our kids to change any of their behaviors because we're their toolbox at this point and we're their guide mm -hmm. in life. And we need to make sure that we're setting a really good example for them. Absolutely. So the kids are absorbing everything. They're like sponges. And so that's kind of like, so and we don't want to scar them, right? So that's kind of like where it, where it really has to start with you, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So before I ask Angie, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Angie, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with these kinds of issues? Start becoming curious and just start becoming aware. So again, we live in a reactive side society. So we want like the ABCs and I'm, I'm very much like that. Like give me the roadmap and let me just go. However, sometimes we really need to step back and start observing when are these issues or behaviors starting to happen? For example, is it early in the morning when you're trying to get out the door for your kids or with your kids, you're trying to get to work, your kids are trying to get to school and it is just chaos every morning. Well, let's start kind of Picking that apart, is it because we're not spending enough time? Could we be doing, you know, some stuff at night to get us better prepared? So I think what we don't do a lot is we don't like to take that step back because where we're in the mud, we're in the thick of it. It's really hard to do that. But just kind of observing for like a week and then going back and saying, okay, what are some similarities did I see? What are some triggers that maybe were coming up frequently? And how can we reroute that path a little bit so that we don't have to deal with all that chaos in the morning, for example. Mm, excellent. So I want to give you also the platform to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that uh, or also in a broader sense. Yeah, for sure. So they can go to theparenttoolbox.info to find out more about different tools I talk about, free education, learn about my parent coaching. Um, and there I have a free parent discovery call. So it's a 30-minute one-on-one call with me. And I really like offering that because in this society, you know, we have social media and we have groups and we have in-person things, or maybe we're talking to our friends or family. But a lot of times we're nervous to actually talk about what's bothering us or what struggles we're having because we're we're afraid that we're going to get faced with all this judgment. And so I offer a very judgment-free zone, 30-minute call. We dig into the biggest parenting issue you're having at the moment, and I help give you tools and strategies that you can start implementing right away. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing. Of course, we put everything in the show notes so folks can check it out. So what is one value? Oh, sorry. What's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? You know, the thing that I hear from parents a lot is I'm so afraid I'm going to mess up my kid. And mm. to that, I say you probably are like there are no perfect parents. I am not about perfection because I'm not perfect either. I'm about empowerment. How can we start building up these toolboxes and using better approaches? But what happens if I mess up with my kids? Now, we as parents sometimes are internally very shameful and guilty, but we have this conception that, well, I can never let my kids 
know that I did something wrong because if they don't think I'm perfect, then what am I doing? So I always say, apologize to your kids. Like there is nothing wrong with that. A, it builds up a better bond with you two. And it also teaches them that saying I'm sorry is okay. Because I think we've probably all met someone in our life that is stubborn and never apologizes even when they know that they're wrong. And so when you're calm and out of the heightened emotional state of whatever happened, go back to your kids and say, I'm so sorry I reacted that way. And next time I'm going to try this, or I'm sorry that I yelled at you. You shouldn't be talked to like that. And I love you so much. So just starting that to let them know that mistakes happen. I always say we need to let our kids see us fail. We need to let them fail so that we can help build up the resilience for later on in life. Exactly. We have to show them how to fish the right way, right? So that's yes. the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. Really, when they're here with us instead mm. of when they're in college and maybe they're out on their own and don't have the proper resources to figure out how to mm. handle with it. It's a lot easier at eight years old versus 18. <laughs> Yeah, 10 years, <laughs> a lot can happen, right? Yeah. <laughs> totally get it. So this brings me already to my final question for today. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Yeah, actually, just a couple of days ago, I was dishing up my kids for dinner and I just asked them, I said, you know, do you feel like mom is a better mom over the last couple of years since I've really been diving into this work and, and educating other people and to hear them just say yes and shake their head instantly? I mean, it just warms your heart knowing mm. that even if it's not perfect, even if you mess up once in a while, because again, I do all the time, like they're really seeing that progress. And I can mm. tell that by the times that they come and they say, mom, I need to talk to you. Can we go in your room mm. and talk for a few minutes? Or this is really bothering me. Creating that safe haven for them at home mm. um, is just something really magical. And hearing them even saying like, I can see a difference in you, mom, means all the world mm. to me. Oh, that's very touching. And uh, here's the here's the magic word. This is a safe haven, right? Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you, Angie, for this beautiful goosebumps moment. Also, thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results for you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.